Good morning, everybody. This is Judith Acop. You're listening to Mad Love. Let's get into it. So, yesterday, Diane Feinstein, well, actually, I saw the video yesterday. I'm not sure when it happened, but apparently there was a vote in the Senate, and she couldn't get, She all she had to say was yay, but she was so confused, and she started doing extra talking. She was explaining what she was voting on. She clearly was out of it, didn't know what she should be doing. And someone, an aide or someone was sitting next to her, and they kept saying, all you have to do is say yay. All you have to do is say yay. And I'm like, see, this is my life. You know, my mom is like that. And she's stubborn until she'll double down and just really not listen to you. I think a lot of these people are sick. I don't know Diane Feinstein. I don't know her medical history, but there's clearly something off. Why is she serving in the Senate? You've had an amazing career. Step down. So this is what I'm saying. At a certain point, you know, and maybe at, at no point for some of these people, but at a certain point, you're not helping the collective. You're not serving the people. You're just serving yourself. Because if you can't even... Uh, vote clearly and how do we know you know what you're voting for you know what I mean so it's like you got her then you got Mitch McConnell standing there looking like he literally is having some sort of aneurysm or something's going on and you know someone else pointed out that no one is like are you okay they're all just sort of like did you have anything else you wanted to say and then they just sort of like park him back behind somebody else and let them talk. And it's like, this is a medical emergency unless he does this all the time. So you're saying if he does this all the time, there's something wrong with him too, neurologically. So what's happening there? And then everybody's so anxious to get Trump back in there, but he, he's he got more charges. I honestly think he will be in prison. But um, that's been my belief for a while, and it's taken a long time. In fact, I thought he ran for president so he could avoid prison. Um, but, yeah, he's old and diminished. You know what I mean? He's up there talking crazy. I think some of his talk is old man crazy talk. And then people just like that he's brutally honest. But he's brutally honest because he probably just is... Uh, neurologically diminished and doesn't know to have more tact. You know, we won't even get on Biden. And I like Joe Biden and I respect Joe Biden, but he's too old. These people are just egomaniacs. And this is a real issue. What are we going to do? Because old people are not trying to go away. Like I said, this is something I've been dealing with for the I mean, probably for the last decade, but really intensely in the last five years. Like, you know, my mom is finally getting to the place where she's actually letting me help her more. She's having more issues where she needs help. And she clearly knows that she's sick. But look how much we had to go through to get here. She's 86 years old. I mean, this is ridiculous. Up until, like... Maybe six months ago, she was ripping me a new one every chance she got because she couldn't drive because I sold her car. And I'm like, that's not why you can't drive. You can't drive because you can't figure out how to get from A to B. Literally, my brother lives a half a block away from me, and I don't think she could get there by herself. So that's a problem. I don't, mm, I don't get it.
But I'm telling you, look up the video. Diane Feinstein is not with it either. She looks sick, and obviously there's something going on with her. And it's like, when will people say something, or what are the rules that are in place when you, like, these people need term limits? And I hate to be an ageist, but, you know, maybe once you reach 70, you should you should be done. And it's not because you can't do anything. You just can't do that. I don't want people in charge of very important decisions who are neurologically diminished. Maybe make them keep taking tests. You know how, like, when you get your driver's license, you know, when you're young, it's like, come back in 10 years. But, you know, my mom took a driver's test at 80, and that thing expired at, like, 83. And she couldn't have passed it at 83. She barely passed it at 80 or 81 when she took it because she was asking all kinds of crazy questions. I remember the uh, uh, the girl was kind and she gave us a little extra time to study for the test. And my mom looks at me and she's like, I have never seen any of this before in my life. Have you? And I was like, oh, my God. Yes. Please don't say this in front of the test lady. So she did enough to get by then. But after that, I mean, she couldn't do it. She couldn't do it. There comes a point where you just, you know, some people are old and they're really old. I'm not trying to dismiss everybody. But when you're old and sick, you're old and sick. Please step aside. Lord. And I really don't want my president to be in his 80s. I just don't like that. You know? But anyway, I just thought it was very telling. And I I had just been talking about her. I had just been talking about her. Anyway, uh, the other thing, I, you know, I was having a talk with one of my friends yesterday, and I felt bad for her because she had posted something like, I guess people don't care when they break your heart or something like that. So, of course, you know, it's sort of like clickbaity. So I called. I'm like, what's, who broke your heart? What's going on? And so when she told me the person, I was like, oh, I thought we had settled this. This person is a liar. You're in love with the lie. He finesses you. He sweet talks you. But he can be so sweet. I was like, that's the part. That's the lie. Because if he wanted to be with you, he would be with you. You know what I mean? People make it out to be super complicated. And I'm not just saying her. I've done the same thing. I've had to do the same thing. Had the same conversations with myself. It's like, you know, we fall in love with the lie. Some some people aren't really trying to be in relationships with anybody. And so when they get lonely or they get bored or when they get whatever uh, horny, they call you. And then it's all they just you're the most important person in the world to them. They can't live without you. I don't know how, you know, and you fall for that part. We fall for that part. But the rest of it is just a total lie. Because if you wanted to be with me, you would be with me. You know what I mean? Like, it's not complicated. People do what they want to do all the time. So they enjoy the sport of finessing you, but they don't really want to be with you. It's just something they made up. It's some story they like to tell themselves, and you keep falling for it. (laughs) And girls are wired like any other. Girls are all wired the same way. You know, it's sort of like, okay, I love you. You are always the one. You're so smart. I know I can think of four or five stories right now from women of all ages who just fall for that. 
And it's tricky. It's very tricky because in that moment, you want to believe them. And why would someone just say they love you if they didn't really love you? And I believe sometimes they do think they love you, but it really has nothing to do with anything real because real love doesn't hurt. Real love doesn't ignore you. Real love doesn't forget that you mean everything to them and they don't call you for six months. You know what I mean? Like, that's not real love. And in the moment, it just seems like, how can, why would someone make that up? Of course he loves me. I'm the one. And then, you know, some women aren't wired for that. And they really can't take it. You know, I'm laughing, but I was furious. I had this conversation last year. You know, somebody I had dealt with for years and he just all he just sort of like popped back into my life. And, you know, this is hard. Being a caregiver is tough. So having those conversations, it was really nice. It was great to catch up with him. And then and then he just turned back into a pumpkin. It was like, here we go. You know, I thought we were building something. And he's like, yeah, you know, I'm talking basically just a visit. And then when he laid down the parameters, I was like, oh, you just want to, this is not real. Okay. I don't have time for this. I don't have time for this, you know? And I was more mad at myself for falling for it than, than him because that's who he's always been, you know, kind of a letdown. And so you just move on. And I was frustrated, but I was mostly frustrated with myself for falling for it. So yesterday when I was having this conversation, I was like, we've had this conversation before and my patience is not as long as it usually is because you already said that you knew what it was. You can't fall in love with the lie, you know, and I'm not telling anybody what to do. If you think that you can have relationships with these dudes that and it, you don't catch feelings and it's never serious for you either. Great. Do that. But most girls aren't wired like that. Most women aren't wired like that. You know, as soon as, soon as things, you go on two dates, you're like, so what are we doing here? <laughs> What's going on? Because that's how women are. We want security. You know, and we want someone to love us. It's the oldest story in the book, and it's sad. Because a lot of, I, I hate to say it, but I feel like a lot of men aren't wired for love like that. And then girls get confused because, you know, girls want sex to be love and sex is not love. It's just not. And it doesn't matter that they say they love you. When people people say anything, it's how you act. That's that's what holds holds up, you know, and when people want to be with you, they're with you. So lecture over. I recognize I have a lot of listeners who are. It's weird. I When I look at my analytics, I have listeners in every age group, which is so fascinating because I can't imagine, a, you know, a 16-year-old listening to this podcast on a regular basis. But maybe maybe you need this kind of advice. I don't know. Um, but I, I have a lot of people uh, over 40 for sure. And uh, I think it's mainly the caregiving stuff because people are worried about their own families, and you should be. You should be very, very concerned. And then we should be concerned as a whole entire society because we've got these stupid politicians who clearly they're diminished too, and they're not stepping down. So imagine what it's going to be like trying to have that conversation with your parents. You know, dear mom, 
I love you. You shouldn't be a senator anymore. <laughs> You're trying to do a regular. Um, can you please just let me look at your finances? Go to hell. You don't be looking at my finances. I'm the parent. You're the child. I've had that conversation a million times. So anyway, so that's two things we've covered. These old ass politicians who are diminished, who I'm not sure how we get rid of them, but they're going to be problematic. And then uh, when you fall in love with the lie or yeah, you fall in love with the liar lies and the lying liars that tell them um, Al Franken's book. It's actually pretty good. It's about politics, but you know, he got into that, all those, I think it was like a sex scandal or something. I can't remember, but his book was really good, but he just sort of fell off after that. And I remember him as a writer on Saturday Night Live. Um, but yeah, politics, tough, tough game. So, um, what else? And I just don't think they're going to save our society. I think there are too many people who have chosen politics as their hustle, and they're not really all that interested in doing the work of whatever the office is. So that's going to be a problem. And how are we going to wrestle control away from them? You know, there needs to be term limits. There needs to be, I don't know, some sort of ethics committee that, that really sees that if these people are doing what they said they were going to do because you know you can't count on the media the media seems super checked out i did see something interesting yesterday though and then i'll wrap this up for friday there seems to be some sort of looming scandal um i trust this source but i i think there's going to be somebody that were that's really famous that's probably, uh, I'm, I'm not sure what race they are. I'm guessing they're black, but I'm pretty sure somebody famous is about to go down for child sex trafficking. And it's, uh, I don't even think it's Jeff, Jeffrey Epstein related. I think somebody set up their own version of what he was doing. And I think it's going to be really unsettling. You know, I noticed that on YouTube, there's a lot of stories about undercover, down low gay people. I don't think that's really the issue. You know, it's 2023. There are gay people in the world. People accept that. It is what it is. If they don't accept it, don't go live in their neighborhoods. You know, that's my philosophy. But for the most part, people uh, seem to accept that they that there are gay people in the world. And that's fine, right? But I don't think people are into uh, anything that harms underage children sexually. And so I think that's part of what people are out here anxiously trying to cover up uh, is the fact that, you know, people aren't into, I don't know how much, um, you know, it's like QAnon. I don't think there's a lot of people drinking blood and sacrificing kids. That's just not what I think is happening. I don't know. But I do know that there is a street value for an infant. I do know that, that uh, and they, they're not trying to raise the kid and, and give him a great life. There are a lot of really sick and depraved people who want to do sexual things with children. And there is money to be made if you provide the children, which sounds sick. It's awful. It's gross. It's not just sounds sick. That's disgusting. And then on top of that, um, 
there's more money to be made if you blackmail the people who, you know, participate. Because apparently that was all Jeffrey Epstein was doing, was just blackmailing all these famous people who were doing God knows what in his house with all these cameras. And then, I mean, how do you, I mean, that is just low down. I don't think he was, I don't think he hung himself in prison. I think he fully thought he was about to get right back out. And somebody didn't want his name leaked. And because it would, I mean, being on an Epstein list is not good. And I think a lot of somebody's wanted him gone. Because he was going to start talking. And that goofy Ghislaine, I don't think she, she, they just didn't see her as a big, as big of a threat. Because she's not, even though she seems like a sociopath, she's not a psychopath. Jeffrey seemed like a psychopath. And I think there's something big looming. And it'll probably be a celebrity of color. So that's what I've been trying to say to you all. You got to accept the truth when you hear it. There are some awful, awful people out here doing awful things. Is it everybody? No. But there are a lot of bad, bad people out here. And when you hear it, you got to believe it. It can't be no, oh, but he never, oh, but she never. It can't be that. It has to be, this is the truth. And we need to be rid of these types of people. Because like I was explained it to a friend of mine last week and I said it on this podcast instead of being obsessed with race which most of America is sometimes you have to be concerned with what kind of person does a thing and a kind of person transcends every background and there is a kind of person who will rape an infant and it doesn't matter if they're black or white or old or young or male, or female, there are people out here who will do horrible things. They are a kind of psychopath, and they exist in every form. So protect yourself. Be smart. You know, this the days of just taking people at their word should be over, and they're over for a reason, because it's not what people say. It's what people do. You see what I'm saying? That's the theme of the whole show. It's not what people say, it's what they do. If someone says they love you, they act like they love you, right? If someone says they're healthy, they act like they're healthy, okay? They don't freeze up, they can't, they don't not remember their words, they don't just sit there and stare blankly. You know, healthy people act a certain way. So it doesn't matter if you say you're healthy. It only matters if you act like you're healthy. You feel me? So... I'm just saying, good people do good things. So be prepared to hear just about anything about anyone, especially these famous people. There's just way too many receipts on YouTube. I'm telling you. And YouTube blocks a lot of stuff. There are a lot of topics you can't even talk about on YouTube. That's why there's about to be something that's bigger than YouTube because it's not going to be as restricted. You know, I think YouTube has some weird rules that they... And I think it's just to keep advertisers happy. But there's going to be someone that comes along and says, you know what? We'd rather get the information out there. We'll make money somehow. But we're not going to worry about that. And then that's going to be the next big video channel. And there's opportunities right now. There's some of these YouTube people that, uh, you know, they're getting ready to be like, oh, 
they're going to be elevated because there's nothing else that's going to be able to be broadcast. There's nobody going to be broadcast ready because all the actors and writers are on strike. So get ready. YouTube is going to get bigger. YouTube stars are going to get bigger. But also there's going to be another thing. And and people are going to flock to that who don't want to be censored. And some of that will be scary. And some of it won't. Some of it will just be the fucking truth. And a lot of you aren't ready for the truth, which I understand. You know, I understand because it's frightening, but you cannot manage what you don't measure. So it's important to know what's going on. I urge everybody. I know a ton of smart people who never even pick up a newspaper. They have no idea. They don't even glance at the headlines. They have no idea what's going on in their community. Yet they they want to help. Well, you can't help what you don't know about. You need to at least know what's going on in your community so you can have an idea of how to vote if you don't do anything else. And, uh, you know, and we have a horrible newspaper here. Like, I think they don't cover hardly anything. But it's important to know what's going on in your community. All right, everybody. That's all I got for you. It's a wonderful, fabulous Friday for fucks. We are done with... uh, July, can you believe that? I just like what in the world? Time has really, really, really flown. I feel like I was just saying Happy New Year, and it is now August. It's already August, so I mean, I can't get over it. Like, third grade seemed to just take four evs, and now as an adult, it's like I can't even differentiate the years. You know, something major has to have ha- happened for me to really be like, oh, yeah, I mean, this is going quick. And so, you know, don't don't go another year without getting wiser. Otherwise, you're missing the point, right? Let's grow. Let's evolve. Let's let's be better than we were. And yes, there are bad, terrible people in the world, but you're not one of them. You're awesome and amazing because you listen to Mad Love. Thank you so much. We've had a surge of listenership. That's been fantastic. Uh, the podcast is available on Pandora, and that's very cool. Uh, like I said, somebody gave me a thumbs down. Look, I'm not everybody's cup of tea, and that's okay because everybody's not mine either. But if you like the podcast, go ahead and give us a thumbs up. Give us a follow on Spotify, uh, wherever you listen. Give us those five stars on Apple Podcasts. Uh, and I look forward to seeing you back here next week. Please stay out of trouble. Please uh, keep the integrity of your word, even if it's just to yourself. Um, and, you know, let's let's show the world what mad love can do. We are transformative. Let's build this community into something that is undeniable. And, you know, certainly for me, every day I deal with a dementia patient, I just strive to be unforgettable. All right. Be your best. Take care of yourselves and we'll talk soon. Have a great and amazing weekend. Take care.